sorry. I didn't see you there. So I was just too busy lounging around in my kimono reading a slightly problematic romance novel. Now, oh, it seems you're back again for the special podcast event, Countdown to Eclipse. Now, last time on this special event, what I decided to do was take a look at the production and the surrounding real-world aspects of Comrade Black, such as the writers, producers, and directors. Now, in this one, I'm going to go into the story itself and talk about its central character, Kotaro Minami, and sort of explain my point of view and how I think he exists as a character. Obviously, I believe that anyone can interpret any character in any way, and that's honestly one of my favorite things about fiction. However, I'm also a gossipy bitch, so I enjoy to just be able to share my thoughts with other people. Now, as we get started on Kotaro Minami, I'm going to start by talking about a sort of very fun little, uh, not Easter egg, but trivia fact about Comrade Black. Because Comrade Black takes place in 1987, and Kotaro Minami turned 19 that year, and was born during the solar eclipse. Now that means that his birthday had to be September 22nd, 1968, because September 22nd is the only date in 1968 that had a total eclipse. While we don't have any media talking about Kotaro's official birthday, we can guess it from overlaying the real world onto it. Now, let's talk about something we can't overlay the real world to, which is Kotaro's relationship with his family. Now, Kotaro Minami was adopted by the Akizuki family basically right after he was born. He had maybe a few days before Gorgum killed his parents. And so he never feels like he isn't part of that family. I think both to the watcher of the show and to the characters in the show. Like, Nobuhiko is, in fact, his brother. That's just straight fact. Nobuhiko's sister is his sister. They share the father. It's not any separation, which I think is something that is possibly easy to do when you're creating an adopted character. I'm not saying that's wrong to do in a story. I mean, there are plenty of characters that were adopted that felt odd about their adoptive family or were adopted into abusive families. That's sort of one of the more common tropes out there. The poor orphan who is living in an unsafe situation. Although I personally am very happy that media as a whole is sort of trending to happily adopted stories because I believe family is who you choose to be and has nothing to do with blood. Aside from that, though, Kotaro Minami is essentially Kotaro Akizuki. There is no getting around that when you are talking about this character. So Kotaro will end up interacting with people as if he was a member of the Akizuki family because he is. There's his brother, Nobuhiko, who he constantly wishes to save 
his entire reason for fighting is in fact to save Nobuhiko for the most part. Yes, he is a good heroic person and he does have that heart of justice. But the main source of his drive is to someday save his brother the way he was unable to be saved himself. Then there's his sister, Kyoko. Kyoko is, you know, the, the, child of, the second child of the Akizuki family. And Kotaro will often interact with her and basically put on a facade. Where oftentimes she will be worried or stressed out. And he will say, hey, no, everything's okay. He hides the fact that he's Kamen Rider Black from her. He will sort of make excuses and talk about how, yes, Nobuhiko is going to be back soon. I promise I'll find a way to do that. And I think that's a perfect opportunity to pivot into how he interacts with Gorgon. Because... Gorgon being the exception to interacting with him through the lens of being an Akizuki, because they interact with him through the lens of him being their Century King. Now, when Kotaro interacts with them, he is angry. You can see it in the way the actor shifts himself, the serious face he puts on. In fact, even the way that Kotaro will henshin. He'll clench his fists in anger. You can hear the leather in his gloves, like, crackling. And then when he transforms, there's steam pouring off him, as if his angered emotions have brought him to a high temperature that's just forcing to vent heat to survive. And that is the, those are the two big faces with Kotaro that he sort of puts on. There's the anger that he has for Gorgum which he uses to fight and push himself further and to win. And then there's the loving brother that he puts forward to Kyoko. And that is the face he uses to not become a monster, to not lose himself in his anger. And I think that's sort of a beautiful way to write a character. To have a person care so much about his family that he's willing to dive deep into anger while at the same time forcing himself to stay kind in order to be the brother that he wants to be. And I think that's sort of the crux of why people love Kotaro because he does that shift and both of those shifts sort of interact with one another where he doesn't fall deep into his anger because he has Kyoko who he has to stay strong for. But on the other hand, with Kyoko, he's able to keep up that facade. He's able to keep smiling and tell her it's all going to be all right because he has that burning anger to push him forward, to force him to continue fighting. And I think that just about wraps up my thoughts on Kotaro Minami, a wonderful character and a wonderful show. Signing off.